Okay. Matthew. Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, First and Second Timothy. First and Second Timothy. Titus. Yep. Philemon. Yes, first and second Peter. There's two Peters. Okay, first and second Peter. There's only one that has three. First, second Peter. First, second, third. No, he's one of the four evangelists. Only one that starts with a J. The last of the four Gospels. Yes, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, John. Oh, um, uh, mm-hmm. Last book of the New Testament. When something is revealed to you, sure. you have a uh, re- revolution. Not revolution, reva. Different letter, not a U and A. Revelation. Revelation. Yes, okay. Cameron, we're going to start with you and we're going to go this way. John. Scorpio. Ah. Adam. Ah. The blank of the apostles. It's another word for deeds. Or if I am pretending to be someone I'm not, I am. I am. Act. Acts. Mm-hmm. Correct. First, Second Corinthians. Mmm, Cameron, you're in my class. First and Second Corinthians. Galatians. Galatians. Mm-hmm. Yes, Colossians. First of the T's, Mason. Mm, first of the T's. You just gave Seth his answer, though. Almost. First and second. First and second. Timothy? No. To the church at Thessalonica. The th- the Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Yeah, first, uh, first and second Timothy. Yes. Titus? Mm hmm. James? Yes. First and second Peter. First and second. First, second, third. Fourth of the evangelists. Only one whose name starts with a J. What is the fourth gospel? Just name them in order. First one is... Mm, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, fourth gospel. First... Second, third, John. Yes. Yes, good. Okay. Hey, you're getting better at this. It's going faster. Now. The catechism. What is, you can say it together. What is the first commandment? You shall. What does this mean? Hey, Missy, I'm asking the questions around here. <laughs> what does this mean? We should... Mm-hmm. Love and trust God above all things. Yes. Let's do that again. What is the first commandment? 
Yes. What does this mean? We should Yes, if you have no other gods, it means that you fear, love, and trust in God above everything else. A god is anything that you fear, love, and trust. And fear doesn't mean ah, being afraid. It means giving reverence to. So like when you go to church uh, and during the divine service, when I walk around in the chancel, every time I walk in front of the altar, what do I do? Any reverence? You reverence the altar. Yeah, that's... It's like a very special kind of politeness. So uh, that you only give that kind of very special politeness to someone who is very important. And in this case, uh, God is the highest of all. So we fear or give reverence. We love and trust in him above everything else. So nothing is higher up than God. If anything's higher up than God, then you've made another God. Do you understand that? Okay. Cameron. But what about space? Like out of space. Do you love space more than you love God? No. Okay, then space is not your God. I'm not talking about distance, Cameron. Anything that's higher up than God in your tier list of the things that you love. What's your most favorite thing in the world, Cameron? Farming. Farming? Do you love farming more than God? No. Oh. Okay. See, then farming is not your God. You still fear, love, and trust in God above farming and all other things. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Do you love space more than God? No, because you love God. You fear, love, and trust in God above space and farming and all other things. See how that works? Doesn't mean you can't love space or love farming. You just can't love them as much as you love God. Okay? All right. Now, the term quiz. Luke and Emma, I used Carolyn's terms that she gave you last week. I don't have the word bank for you to see, but I chose five terms from the ones that she gave you. So I'm not being unfair. I can't... You may see it every week. I don't care if you bring that every week. I just didn't know what it was, and it was a weird, skinny little water bottle. All right. Are you ready? Number one. The Old Testament name for the Son of God that means God with us. I can. The Old Testament name for the Son of God that means God with us. And by Old Testament, it's from the book of Isaiah, if that helps you. It means God with us. Number two, the Blessed Virgin Mother of Jesus. The Blessed Virgin Mother of Jesus. And you get a bonus point if you can write down the feast day of this person. I told you to study those, my class. I chose this one on purpose. Hey, the Blessed Virgin Mother, Mother of Jesus. That means I need you to tell me what the name is of the Virgin Mother of Jesus. You wrote down the name? Okay. Are you sure? Are you sure? The Blessed Virgin Mother of Jesus. Are you sure that's what you wrote down? Number three. The most important books 
of the New Testament. Their authors are called evangelists. These books preserve the words and deeds of Jesus. You also stand in church when I read this. Number four, letters from the apostles to the church. Letters from the apostles to the church. And number five, Hebrews of the bloodline of Abraham, who worshipped according to the Old Testament scriptures, or true believers in Jesus, Jew or Gentile, who believe in salvation through faith in the promises made to Abraham. Emma, what does it mean to be of the bloodline? If I say, I am of the bloodline of Michael, what does that mean? Or if I say, Emma is of the bloodline of Joshua, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who are you? Who is Emma to Joshua? It's not it's not hard. Don't overthink it. Who are you to Joshua? What do you call Joshua? You don't call him Joshua. You don't call him Josh. You call him Dad, which means you are his. The bloodline of Abraham. Okay, do you need me to repeat some, Sophie? Number four, you need me to repeat number four. Letters from the apostles to the church. These books are an exposition of these Jesus' words and deeds. The letters, letters. It's also the second of the readings in the divine service. You don't stand for this one. Cameron, which one do you need I me to repeat? Think number one is confusing. You think number one is confusing? The Old Testament name for the Son of God. Who's the Son of God? Uh, yes? Jesus? Jesus is the Son of God. So it's an Old Testament name for Jesus. One of the names that Jesus has that means God with us. I'll give you a hint. His name shall be... Mm, fill in the blank. And that's the answer. Okay, do you need me to repeat any more? You need me to repeat any? Okay, going once, going twice. All right, repeating period has ended. Sophie, number one. Emmanuel, yes. Emmanuel means God with us. God with us. See, Old Testament. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Emma, what do you have for number two? That's right, Mary. Who's the mother of Jesus? Mary. Good. I, I saw that. I, was, I wasn't going to tell you what to write down, but I wanted to make sure you understood. Yes, St. Mary, the mother of our Lord. If you just put Mary, I'll take it. What is the feast day? Did anybody get that? Is it August 25th? It's not August 25th, Sophie. March 25th? It's not March 25th. 
August 15th, ding, ding, you get a bonus point, sir. March 25th, uh, that was your guess, March 25th is a feast day. I'm afraid August 25th is not. But Sophie, I will give you a point if you can tell me what feast day March 25th is. You have to be able to tell that to me to get your point. And you get one try. March 25th is... You gotta think of a way to say it. Well, it's not Mary that uh, had Jesus, but the other Mary. I need the name. Give me the name. Elizabeth? Nope. March 25th is the Annunciation. That's when Mary conceives. Did Carolyn tell you that? That December 25th is how many months after March 25th? Nine. How long is a baby in the womb? Nine. Nine. Jesus is conceived on March 25th and is born on December 25th. Nine months. The more you know. Okay, number three, Cameron. Eat Epistles of Paul? Number three? Yeah. No, it is not the Epistles of Paul. Luke. Not the genealogy, Seth. The, gospel. the Gospels. The Gospels are the most important books of the New Testament. That's why you stand for the Gospels in church, because the Gospel reading is the words and deeds of Jesus. Not, none of the other books are the words and deeds of the Word made flesh, Jesus. Just the Gospels are. Number four. Sophie? Epistles. epistles, yes. Letters are epistles, and the epistle reading is the second reading typically during divine service. Lastly, number five, Cameron. Children of Abraham. Did you get it, Emma? Good. Children of Abraham, correct. Okay, Sophie. Oh, I got five. Okay. Seth. Cameron. Uh, wait, I forgot what to say. How many did you get right? Three. Is that including your bonus point? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. And Mason. Uh, one. Okay. All right. To the gospel of... John. Luke, do you need a Bible? Okay. There you go. Cameron, do you need a Bible? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, get it out, son. What chapter? One. John chapter one. John chapter 1. What? Yes, verse 1. You, you're killing me today. I, I can only handle so many of you. There's lots, there's lots of verses in... Okay. All right. <clears throat> John chapter 1, verse 1 will go clockwise like this. Would you rather we went counterclockwise? Okay. In the beginning was the Word. Who is the Word? It, it, it isn't the Holy Trinity by itself, but it is part of the Holy Trinity. Think about this as a term. You're getting this term again, but this was also last year in Old Testament catechesis, the Word of God. Remember, in my class, I made you do this again and again and again because 
it means two things. The first one is, what is the word? Yeah, the, the written record, the revelation of God to man. What God gives you to know about himself, and it's written down. That's the word of God. But what else is the word of God? It is Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, which means who? Jesus. Jesus. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Verse 2. What? Yes, that's how we always do it. What are you... What's... Is there something in the water? Did you guys have a rough day at school today? Kind of. Nope. Yes. Oh, oh, I bet you did. Was it a rough day? A little bit. Oh, okay. Why? What? Why? Because you're acting like you've never been in midweek well, before. I mean, why did they, they say it, 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 it was a rough day? Because it could have been a rough day for me, not you. Yeah, I'm tired. Well... Hi, tired. I'm Pastor. <laughs> Welcome to the club. All right, verse 2, Sophie. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made but that was made. Yes, okay. What's that talking about? In the beginning, there's the Word. The Word is with God. The Word was God, and all things that were made were made by the Word. What is that talking about? Think about the book of Genesis. Yes. How does God create? Sophie. No. Think about what it says in the book of Genesis. When God wants to make. He did what? He said, so how does he create? By speaking. And what do you speak? What comes out of your mouth? Words. So what what happens when God speaks? It comes true. Well, yes. But who is there when God speaks? The word. How does God create? By the word. And who is the word? It is, we just said it, it's, it's Jesus. The word is Jesus. That's right. So why is it important to know that the word is in the beginning? Why do you think? Why is that so important? Is the word of God just something written in a book that we say, oh, okay, there was a book around God. No, the word is also the person of Jesus. And if the word is in the beginning with God, what does that say about Jesus? He's very important. Well, yes, he is very important. How long has Jesus been around? Cameron. Well, well, until he he risen from the dead? Nope. How long has he been around? If the word is in the beginning with God... Since the beginning, and even before there was a beginning, because Jesus is part of the Trinity. He is the Word. And when Jesus uh, is born of Mary, that's the Word made flesh. That's what, what we say. Think about Christmas. And the Word was made flesh. Okay? Uh, very good. Very good. Where is the Holy Trinity in creation? Can you, if you think about Genesis, can you think of where the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all are? No, I mean, when when creation is happening, what are they doing? In the beginning, God, He says, and what He says is the Word, The word that is Jesus. Yeah, so in order for you to say something, you have to first think it. 
So the father, he has a will, he wants. I want there to be light. And because he wants it, he speaks it. And his speech is the word. How do you, what else do you need to speak? How does your voice work? Cameron. Yes, but how does your voice box work? Cameron. Seth? Okay, I mean, if, I mean, like in your science class, how does your voice box work? If I want to sing a song, what's the first thing I have to do, Mason? Well, if I'm getting ready to sing, if my solo's coming up, what's the first thing that you have to do? Start memorizing the words. Like, telling your voice to like... There's something, a really, really, really big thing. If you play an instrument, you do it too. When the conductor goes, everybody... (gasps) Take a deep breath. Yes. Inhales, they take a breath, and then what? How do you play your instrument or how do you sing? Yes, you blow. It's with the breath, yeah. How do your vocal cords work? Breathe. Air comes out of your lungs and goes on your vocal cords. No. If you don't have any air, your vocal cords can't work. You need to have air. So when God the Father wills and he speaks the word that does something, how is his word spoken and how does it carry? By his breath. breath. And what is the breath? It's the word of God. Not the word of God. The word of God is Jesus. Let's do this by process of elimination. When we say God, who are we talking about? Jesus. Which person of the Trinity are we talking about? The Father. When we say the Word, who are we talking about? No, who's the Word? Yes, he, he is God. Luke. The Son is the Word, yeah. And his name is? Yeah, Jesus. And what's his Old Testament name? That means God with us. Emmanuel. And so that's the Father and that's the Son. So who is the breath? What is the breath? The Holy Spirit. The Spirit. Yeah, Spirit is breath. Wind. Yes, Mason. Yes, you may. Uh, Remember on Pentecost? Do you know what Pentecost is? Yeah. What do the apostles hear before they have tongues of fire? Wind, a great rushing wind, and that's the Holy Spirit, is the breath. Okay, so there's, in this creation, the whole Trinity is already there, including Jesus. Where does everything come from? The Word of God. Everything comes from the Word of God. Everything is in the Word, which is Jesus. Uh, Verse 4. Me? Emma. Correct. Yes, very good. Uh, What does it mean to say that in him was life? Who's him? Sophie. Yeah, in Jesus is life. What does that mean? Cameron. That he gave us He not only gave you everything, he made you. He made you, and He gave you everything. He gives you life. Uh, there, can there be life apart from Jesus? Can there be life apart from the Word of God? No. Life is only given by the Word. In Him was all life, and He is the light of men. Why is the Word 
also called light. Let's find out. Verse 5. And the, and the light shines in the, the, the darkness, and the, the darkness did not comprehend it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, comprehend or overpower, some of them might say. What, so what is darkness? Mason. Like it's pitch black. Sure, pitch black. What's it a symbol of when we talk about darkness? Death. Death. That's right. Darkness is death, which means that light is life. So that the Word of God is the place where all life comes from. And then he's also called the light, which means he brings life into the darkness of death which is what Jesus does, doesn't he? He comes into sinful creation, which is a dark place of death, and he brings life and healing. So he is the light of the world. And it is, he's also like, you know, the light on the path. How do you know uh, the, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path? Well, that word is Jesus. Jesus is the one who is the word, and he's the one who is the light. So you follow him, and he shows you your way, and he gives you life. Okay? Now, verse 6. There is a name sent from God whose name is John. Yes, who is this John? Seth. John the Baptist. Yes, John the Baptist. This isn't John the Evangelist. This man sent from God. How do you know he's sent from God? John the Baptist. How do you know he's sent from God? Sophie. Well, the verse says that there was a man sent from Well, yes, it, it does say that he was sent from God. Yes, he does say that. But think about, we already read about... John the Baptist being born. How do you know that God is the one that sent him? Because the angel came and told Zechariah, hey, this guy's going to be the forerunner for the Christ. And then Zechariah sang his song. What is his song called? Cameron? The Benedictus. That's right. The song of Zechariah. He sang the song and he talked all about how John is the one who's chosen by God too. Uh, point the way to Jesus. Good. Yes. Yeah. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light mm -hmm. that all might believe through him. Yes. What does it mean to bear witness? Sure, that's part of it. To bear witness is to see and to know. And then is it enough that you see and you know? Mason, if I am a big baseball fan and I go to watch you play baseball and I watch you swing a home run or you hit a home run and you have perfect form and it's just a beautiful home run to watch, I've seen it. And I know it. Is it good enough for me to say, well, I saw that and it was the be most beautiful thing I've ever seen? Hmm. Is that enough? Mm. No. What else do I have to do? Let me put it this way. If your parents watch you hit your home run and your grandparents are not there, or you hit a home run and your grandparents are not there to see, what do you do? Do you call your grandparents or do you just say, well, I don't need to tell them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you call your grandparents so that they can know about it too. So if I go and I watch you hit that home run, is it enough for me just to say all to myself, huh, boy, Mason did a good job. Hmm. No, what do I have to do? Call like your friends and say, hey. Yes, I've got to call people. I've got to tell people about it. That's the last part about what it means to witness, that you see, that you know, and that you Confess, And in this case, confess doesn't mean that you have sins. It means that you speak out what you believe. Hey, 
Mason just had a really great home run. I can't keep my mouth shut about it. I'm a witness and I have to bear witness to it. I have to keep on talking about it. Cameron. What, what, what if you, you cheer on? Could, what if I'm what? Well, what if you cheer on? Could you do that too? Well, sure, I could cheer him on, but I still have to tell people about his great home run, don't I? If Carolyn wasn't there to see it, well, what, do you think I'm going to go home and then keep it a secret from Carolyn? No. No, i got to tell her about it. You won't believe what Mason did! Okay? Uh, so that's what it is. So, John bears witness. He comes and he, he knows Jesus. He even leapt in the womb, and he comes to confess, to tell everybody, Hey, this guy is the Christ! Good. Uh, verse 8. Um, he was not that... He was not that light, but was sent to bear, mm -hmm. bear witness of that light. Yes. Uh, that was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. 10. Yes, why did the why, what does it mean that the world did not know him? Camera or uh, uh, Mason. No, he was born. The world saw him. It says that he uh, he was in the world. He made the world and then he went into the world, but people didn't know him. What does it mean that they didn't know him? Like they haven't seen him anymore. Well, they saw him. Didn't yes, they didn't believe. Not to know is to say that you don't, they didn't believe. He came and they should have recognized him and they didn't. They didn't believe. They did not know him. Uh, and in order to believe in Jesus, you have to submit to him. What's the word that we say that, that faith says? That you agree with God. And when you agree with God, you say... Amen, that's right. When you agree with God, you say amen. That's why we say amen with prayers. That's why we say amen to so many things. Because God says, this is how it is. And when God says, this is how it is, what do you say? Okay. Amen, okay. You agree with God. And you agree with Him also because you submit to Him. Because you say, okay, if that's how it's going to be, that's fine. It's His, it's your, your, you're in charge. I'm not in charge. But if you decide you want to be in charge, can you submit to God? No! Because you have to be the one in charge. So then when he comes, well, I'm not going to recognize him because I'm not knowing him. Okay? Uh, he came, verse 11. He came to... Mm-hmm. receive mm -hmm. his own did not receive him who are his own Emma his children yeah and who would we say his children were if we're talking about when Jesus came who, who were his children Emma But specifically, Luke, do you have? I saw. I thought I saw your hand go up. I just Seth. Um, of people we name. Yes, you're getting closer. Who are his people? Sophie. The Israelites. The Israelites. Yes. The children of Israel, those were his chosen people. Those were his people. And of all of the people, don't you think that his people would know him? But they didn't. They did not. Why didn't they know him? Because they did not want to submit to him. They didn't want him to be who he was. They didn't want to agree with him. They wanted their own way. Hey, he's coming here and he's messing stuff up. That's not the way that this is supposed to be. We don't like him. 
He's changing all the rules. But, verse 12. But, but as many as we yeah, but as many as we, we received him, to them he, he gave them the right to become children of God, to, to those who believe in his name. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Who will come not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. Yes. How does uh, how are you born of God? How does that work? How do you get born of God? Sophie. Well, that's being born of man or being you're being born of your mother. But that's not being born of God. Where would we talk about somebody being, I don't know, Emma? Yes, but where are you re... We say reborn or rebirth. Born again. Where does all that happen? Where you become a child of God, Emma? Yes, when you get baptized. So that's a reference there to baptism. And who is the one who does it? Jesus. Jesus is the one who does it. Who is the one who gives the right to be children of God? Oh, asking. Well, the pastor doesn't do it. Jesus does it. That's like when the pastor tells you that your sins are forgiven, who is it that's really talking? Jesus. Yeah, it's not, not me. If it were up to me, I don't know that I'd forgive you all your sins. pastor knows a lot. I don't know that I'd forgive you all your sins. But I have to say it, because Jesus is the one who's forgiving you, not me. It's not my choice. So the Lord gives you a right to be his child, not because you're of your genealogy, not because you are the child of Joshua, but by grace. He saves by grace, not by what you, how much you are worth. Sophie. Do you think God, like, do you think God could pick another person like how Jesus was? Uh, you mean, can there be another Jesus? Well, not the exact same name, but... But someone who does all the same things yeah. that Jesus does? No. Well, there are lots of people who spread the word of God already, but there aren't, and there are even some people who can do miracles. But Jesus is one of a kind because he is the only one who's the Son of God. Right? So, for 14. Yes, what is this talking about? The Word became flesh. What event is that talking about? Yes. Yes, when from the point of the Annunciation, when Gabriel comes to Mary and says, hey, you're going to have a baby, and the baby is in her by the Word, the baby grows and then is born. That's the Word made flesh. The Word of God becomes flesh. And there is a specific term called the incarnation. That's probably one of your terms. I don't remember. The incarnation. That is the act when the word of God becomes flesh and is born. Now, here's a question. What does it mean that he is only begotten? What does it mean? What does it mean to be begotten? Joshua begot Emma. Sort of, but primarily, like if you look at a genealogy, what's the name of? Oh, Dennis begot Joshua. Joshua begot Emma. What would you say begot means there? Yeah, had. That's your child. So that Jesus is the only begotten 
means that he is the uncreated Son of God, and the Father gives him the fullness of his self. You are the only one who is like you, my son, and you are the one I'm going to pour all of myself to. I'm going to love you so much, I'm going to give everything I have to you and everything I am. It's a, it's a term that means how much God loves the Son, which also means it's how much he loves you because when you're baptized, you put on Jesus. You put on a little Jesus coat, a little Jesus suit and tie, little Jesus pants and shoes, little Jesus hat. When God the Father looks at you, he says, hey, you look like Jesus. And you say, yes, because Jesus dressed me up with Jesus. I'm, I'm all Jesus on the outside because I'm born of Jesus. You understand? Okay. Let's keep going. Verse 15. Is that my turn or your turn? I think maybe me. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. 16. Mm -hmm. How did Jesus give his fullness? And of his fullness, where is the fullness of Jesus seen? Where do you see the place where all of everything that Jesus is, is given for you? His fullness. Take a guess. Mason, where do you think the fullness of Jesus is found? Cameron? The word? Jesus is the word. Where is the fullness of Jesus? His fullness. Everything that he is and everything that he came to do. Where do you see everything? And how much he loves you. Where do you see all of that? Yes. In the Bible. Well, yes, it's in the Bible. But what's event? What were you going to say? Okay, what event? Jesus did something that you... and Yes? When he died, yeah. When Jesus dies, you see the fullness of Jesus. Everything that Jesus is and everything that he does and everything that he wants to be and everything that he wants you to be and how much he loves you, his complete fullness. That's where you see it and that's where you receive it. Let's finish this up. 17. Yes. The law. Through. The law was given through. Yes, the law was given through Moses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truth. That's okay. That's okay. No. Yeah, grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. Cameron, finish us up. No, no one had, has seen God at, at any time. The, the yeah, which, who, and who, who does it mean right here? No one has seen God who is God? Which person of the Trinity when we say God? Father. The Father, yes. No one has seen God, that is the Father, at any time. The, the only begotten Son who, who is in a bosom of the Father... Yes, so how do you, if you want to see God, who do you look to? His Son. Yes. Yeah. 
His only son, he has declared him. No one has seen the Father at any time, but his son declared him. Jesus? Yeah, if you want to see what the Father, if you want to see what God looks like, you look at Jesus. Jesus is the, we call it the icon of God. Jesus is what God looks like. Okay. Ah, your catechism for next time. Second commandment and its explanation. The second commandment and its explanation. That's your catechism. And your terms are the Word of God, which can mean two things. The Word of God can be the name of the Son of God, or it can also be the revelation of God to man. Witnesses, the ones who see and know, and then talk about what they see and know. The only begotten, the second person of the Trinity, that is Jesus, who is uncreated and to whom the Father outpours the fullness of himself. And lastly, the incarnation, the divine mystery of God becoming man. Okay? Yep, just those four. And for you in Carolyn's class, here are your cards for next time. Please pass those along. Any questions? You need to a little shorter terms than well, some of the lessons don't have as many terms, and others have more. Of course, any term that I give you is fair game. Yes, you should study every term that I give you. Okay, any other questions? All right, let's go have our devotion. Yes.